the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be born. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that the scripture tells us God did for us, and all that Jesus Christ went through to make available to me and you, all that God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has made for me and you. I mean, according to all that the Word of God says about what God has made available to us and the heavy price that He paid to make all those things and opportunities available to us, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that He made available to us. Well, since that's true, then the opposite is equally true. That is, it would be wrong for us not to do so. It would be wrong of us to not live out the life that Jesus Christ bled out so that we can have and live. It would be wrong of us to live less of a life than the one Jesus bled and died for us to be able to have and live, especially since the Lord did all that he did so that he could be lived out by us. Jesus Christ died and made it available to us. Then he made a point to have it written in his word so that we can know about it. And according to God's word, those things are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. John chapter 10 is the foundational text. We're going to read that, do a very brief review. Then we're going to move forward into today's stuff, which I'm telling you is going to be a blessing to you if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. John chapter 10, let's begin reading at verse 9. It reads like this. It says, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. I got any saved folk up in the house. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you saved. I know that's right. Amen. Tell him, because I might not be sitting this close to if you wasn't. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, see, we saved. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But there's other things that come along with salvation. It's not just that you got saved from hell's fire. Help save from the wrath and the punishment that would have been available to you if you had not did what God told you to do, and that's receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But there's more stuff that's available to that. That's why it says, I am the door by me, by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture, which means that there's some ands that come behind being saved. There's some, some ands that come behind there. Praise God. Now, we know that there's somebody that's trying to stop us and block us from getting what God has in store for us. His name is the devil. Everybody say, boo his. Yeah, boo his. Yeah, that's what you always do. When you, yeah, thumbs down for him. Praise God. I know that's right. Turn down anything that comes from him. Why is that? Because he's the thief that come of not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. 
But I, I, I like how Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. Praise God. Started the conversation off with him. Yeah, he slid up in there, but he ended the conversation with him. He says, but I am coming that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Anybody experiencing some of that life up in here? Praise God. And go ahead, wave your hands in the air. Go and wave them like you just don't care. And if anybody in here is living a blessed life, let me hear you say, oh, yeah. Then somebody scream. Praise God. That's what we do. We be shouting up in the house of God. Praise God. Because we're excited about the blessed life. But there's more blessed life that's available to me and you. That's why I said I came that you might have and that you, that you might have a bu- life and that life and more abundantly. God wants you to have the God kind of life. And he wants you to have it in more abundance, which means there's more, more, more that he's got in store for me and you. The question is, is will we allow him to be able to receive those things that he has in store for me and you? And continue to walk through him, who is the word of God, walk through him by faith in through the open door that he gives to me and you to be able to step so much more that he has available to me and you. Things that we found out that he's already said, yea and amen thing too. Things that we found out that he said, I've already got prepared for you, made ready for you, sitting and waiting on you. Now the question is, is will they be used by you? Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but I'm getting mine. Praise God. Amen. One of the ones we've been working on recently, praise God, is one that most of the body of Christ ignores. Most of the body of Christ leaves dormant, just leaves laying on the table, laying on the shelf, never even takes advantage of it. And that is the right to guidance and instruction from God. The right to guidance and instruction of God. Because you're a child of God. Because you've been born again. (laughs) You have the right to guidance. You have the right to instruction. You have the right to that. It's yours. All you have to do is use it. He said, if you seek me, you'll find me. If you knock, the door will be opened unto you. He said, call unto me and I will show thee great and mighty things that you know not of. He didn't say might, he said shall do. So that means that these things are already available to me and you. Now, all we have to do is go after it and go ahead and get it. And then God will give it to us. Now, more recently, we've been learning that we got to be meek and, and, and humble for this to happen, though. Because a lot of saints, they ain't as humble as they should be. A lot of saints, they ain't as meek as they should be. Look at your neighbor and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of folk ain't as meek as they should be. They ain't as humble as they should be. And I've already told you, and I'll remind you one more, praise God, especially in the body of Christ, there are two times that we lose our humility greatly. It's when we, it's the first one we never had it in the first place, and that's when we first come into Christ. We think we know everything, praise God. We think we got everything together. Until we finally find out God's the one that got everything together. And then we begin to start listening to him a little bit. And more and more and more. Until we hit a point in time where some Christians stop listening to him anymore. We stop seeking his guidance. And so it's at the beginning and it's at the end. It's where you've been in this thing just for a little while. And you've been in this thing for a little, for, for a little while. Whereas it's like a parabola. Praise God. Whereas it's, it's, it, it, you know, it, it starts here. Very little. And then it goes up. We listen to him more and more and more until we think we know something now. We have some successes in our life. And then it starts going back down and, and, and people stop listening to him. And they start going through things that they don't really need to go through. Experiencing things for longer periods than they have to. Because if they had just used the experience that they got from following God and doing what he said to do and, call, and, and, and learning more and more about what he said to do, then they would have continued to do it and they would have just continued to elevate in their lives and they'd have had a greater and greater and greater lives. But some of us have plateaued in our lives, if not going down in our lives. 
And the reason why is because we stopped listening to the Lord. That's, that's the real deal. We stopped seeking his guidance. We stopped letting him instruct me in you. We stopped letting him teach me in you. Look at your neighbor and say, once again, I'm so glad that ain't you. Mm-hmm. Last, because last time we got together, we found out that if we let him, then God will lead us and guide us into some awesome things. Praise God. Oh, yes, he will. He said we'll be supremely blessed if we just let him guide and direct us. Well, we found out the opposite is equally true. And that's that you'll be supremely jacked if you don't listen to what God said to you. Because we looked in the book of Proverbs and found out that too is true. That God said, didn't this calamity come upon you? And he said, and I'm going to laugh at you. Praise God. Everybody said, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he said, because you don't really want me and what I have to teach you. You just want me to get you out of the stuff you get yourself into. But God said, if you don't want to listen to me, then I'm not going to listen to your prayers either. That's what he said in his word. So I don't know about you. I'm one of them weird people that believe all of the word. I don't just believe the refrigerator magnet stuff. I, I, I believe the stuff that never hit the refrigerator magnets like that. Whereas God says, I'm going to laugh at you. I don't want to be laughed at, especially by God. Praise God. I want him to help me. So I'm going to remain meek, meek and teachable. In fact, we found out when we left off that we're supposed to do what we need to do to be able to be and remain humble like we're supposed to. We're supposed to follow after it, pursue it, dog it, go after whatever thing we got. Like, like, like somebody stole something from us. Praise God. And we really need it. We're supposed to go after it like that. Praise God. And that's how we ought to be trying to go after humility and go after meekness to make sure that we keep it, hold on to it because it's ours and it's going to benefit us greatly if we hold on to it. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 48, please. Hallelujah. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? We got something in common. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, I love the Lord. Isaiah chapter 48. Isaiah chapter 48. That's where the old folk taught me to say it, Isaiah. But I was also raised to have manners, so I wouldn't go back and tell them. I said, there's no R's in Isaiah, <laughs> praise God. You'd have got your face slapped back then, praise God, amen. So it's Isaiah to me, whether you like it or not, praise God. It's Isaiah, chapter 48. <laughs> We're going to look at verse 47. God's telling Israel, you know that hard-headed nation, about who he is and what he wants to do for them. In fact, it's always good, especially if you, if you know anybody, because I know none of, y'all, none of y'all are hard-headed. If you know anybody hard-headed, suggest that they read the book of Isaiah. It'll be very helpful to them because they might see themselves over and over again in the book of Isaiah because God was dealing with a stiff-necked, rebellious, hard-headed, stout-hearted, he said, people who refused to listen to what he said to do and thought they had it all together and, 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 and find out that's not what was really true. Well, here's another one of the times that he so eloquently is speaking to these people. He said in verse 17, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the one that'll buy you out of this crap, the Holy One of Israel, ain't nobody like me. I am the Lord thy God, which teaches thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go which teaches thee to profit. Now, see, a lot of saints nowadays, praise God, they stop the verse right there. Teaches me to profit. They be like, woo That's when they take off running, no, 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 no. Like racehorses around, the, around the, 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 the sanctuary and stuff like that. And then they fall out. You think it's under the power, but no, it's exhaustion. Praise God, hallelujah. And then they lay there for a little while and just keep their eyes closed, praise God. 
Hallelujah for a little while. You'd be thinking like, Lord, the Lord is really dealing with them. Mm-hmm. For the Lord giveth his ones he love rest. Praise God. And they're they receiving it right then. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But anywho, they forget the rest of the verse and allow the rest of the verse to be true too. God said once again, verse 17, thus saith the Lord, thy redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee the prophet, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. See, connected to that teaches you to prosper is also leading you in the way that you should go. So if we let him, speaking of God, lead us in the way that we should go, then it will be greatly beneficial to me and you. It will greatly benefit me and you if we learn to allow him to lead us in the way that we should go. See, if we remain teachable and and meek, God will lead us in the way that we should go and teach us what we ought to do that we can prosper in the things that he wants for me and you. Well, wait a minute. It's got to prosper before it's got to lead. That's because you're reading it from the old T. You sitting in the new T. The Old Testament, praise God, that's the angle that he was teaching them. He was teaching them prophet so that he can inspire them to lead him. So he can inspire them to allow him to lead them. We sitting on this side of the cross, so we're supposed to look at it from this angle. And that's the leading first. And then comes the profiting. See, we, we got to allow him to lead us. And he'll lead us straight into the things that'll cause us to be able to profit and benefit. Now, this works both when we want to get to a place that God has for us. And we really don't know how to get there. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. It works when we, when we want to get to a place that God has for us and we don't know how to get there, which, by the way, is every place that God has for us. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> if the truth is anywhere there told. Because God set it up in such a way that you still got to come by him to get it. Because he know folk. I said he know folk. Yeah. Amen. Folk will, folk will bypass him and go straight for the stuff. Oh, yes, they will. And so what he do is he, he got it set up so you got to come by him to get the stuff. Yeah. A- amen. So it works then, but it also works when we want to get out of a place that we don't want to remain in, but really don't know how to get out of there. Because sometimes we can find ourselves in the midst of something we don't want to remain in. Sometimes, some folks can find themselves someplace that they wish they'd have never got. And as quick as possible, they want to get out of there. Pause button. I am not talking about marriages right now. I'm a pastor. I got to qualify things. Praise God. Because a lot of folks be looking for a word. Praise God. They be looking for a word. That's not what I'm talking about. All right. Look at your neighbors. Say, so if they crazy, look at them. Say, if they crazy. And, and, and they put a ring on it. And say, and they put a ring on it. Then stay there. Amen. Just work through it. Just work through it. That's all. Just work through it. Amen. He can teach you how to profit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pause button. I just want to clarify things. So when we want to get to a place that God has for us, but we don't know how to get there, we need God's guidance and instructions. We don't know how to get there. We don't even know what to do to get there. When we're in a place that we don't want to remain in, but we don't want to remain, knowing that we want to get out of there just as quick as we can, then we need God's guidance and instruction. We need God to lead us in the way that we should go. We need God, capital G-O-D, to lead us in the way that we should go. Because a lot of us keep using little G God, us, to lead us in the way that we should go. But you a little G, 
that causes big messes. You want a big G that can keep you, help you avoid the messes. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that God promises us that he said, I'll teach you how to profit. God said, I'll teach you how to profit. Now, that word profit right there means benefited, and it also means beneficial. It means benefited, and it also means beneficial. I like that. Another way of saying it is that God will teach us what to do so that we can benefit as a result of what we do. What to do so that we can benefit as a result of what we do. What to do so we can benefit as a result of what we do. Now, I'm saying that because there's so many times that we do things that don't benefit us. A lot of us are doing a lot of stuff, but it really ain't benefiting us. Ask me why. Because you don't know what to do. Because if you'd have known what to do, it would already been benefiting you. But a lot of us doing stuff, we don't know what to do. So we'd be trying this, trying that, working this, working that. See, we can line like, you know, work it this way, you know, kind of like, you know, you know. Y'all, somebody got to know what I'm talking about. We, we try to angle. We've got all these different angles we be trying to bring stuff in. Some of us came from backgrounds where we used to hook and crook. We used to work that thing. Come on up in here. Come on, work that thing. Everybody said, thank God for deliverance. Amen, because we used to work that thing, praise God. And then both us and our thing was broke later. <laughs> Praise God. Everybody said, thank God for deliverance. Because a lot of us, we do things because we're some busy people. But we ain't profiting. We ain't benefiting. So God's going to tell us what to do, which will be beneficial to us. So that the things that you do will be beneficial to you. Whereas what you set your hands to profits prospers, turns to gold, give you the Midas touch. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That's good news. Now, if anybody in here has any, lived any kind of life, most of you look like you don't lived a little bit of life, where's God? Then that means you've already learned by now, at least I hope that you've learned by now, that everything we do isn't always beneficial. Everything we do isn't always beneficial. Come on, you in the crowd this, already know it, so you can go ahead and say it out loud. Am, am I right about it? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they used to say in the old church? Am I right about it? Yes, Amen. I know I'm right about it. Praise God. <laughs> that thing don't work. Some of the things that we've done are detrimental instead of beneficial. Some of them were, in fact, some of them were very detrimental. They actually make matters worse rather than making matters better. Whereas we did it and then looked at it after it was over, over and be like, oh, Lord, this ain't what I was expecting. Some of the things that we did were destructive. They destroyed things that we were trying to create. Destroyed things that we was trying to make great. Blew them up. Blew up some stuff. Some of us have a history. It's under, it's under the blood. But some of us have a history of blowing up some stuff. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God for the blood. Because some of us done blew up some stuff in our life that we was trying to make better in our lives. And if anybody in here was willing to be truthful, 
then we've learned that everything we do doesn't always benefit us. We may do it, but it doesn't provide us the advantages that we thought it would give us. Because we thought it would give us advantages, but that that it never gave us. It may have even proved to cause disadvantages to happen in the midst of our lives. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it'd be like, for example, a, a, a credit report. We figure if I could go borrow from this person and borrow from this company, then I have it together and I can then be able to just pay them. And then by then I should have my stuff together, you know, by then I, and then I could pay it by the time it's due. But pause button. If you can't pay something now and old folk used to say, if you ain't got a bird in the hand, much less two in the bush, then maybe just maybe you shouldn't have went out and borrowed nothing else. Since you already couldn't pay what you had. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, Lord, if I'd have known that a long time ago. Praise God. Amen. Because some of us, some of us couldn't pay this, so then we go borrow something from over here to pay that. And then before you know it, we own both. And then we're over here trying to borrow something over here. And by the time we made it to the third step, every one of them down. Because one of them was at a decent interest rate. One of them was at a high interest rate. One of them is, they ought to put the people in jail for charging you that much interest rate. Because they straight up robbing you. But that's because you're getting closer and closer to the devil and getting further further away from God's ways. And the further you away from from God's way, the closer and closer you get to the devil. So you start getting more and more to the devil's results. And he come not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. You start to say, blow it up. That's what he come to do. He come to blow it up, jack it up, mess it up. Amen. And things ain't going to work out well. But the truth is in it when they're told what we'd have wished we'd had. Is God's instructions and God's guidance at that time. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that the things that God said in His Word that He has for us really are for us. God's not playing. He means what He's saying. God's Word really is true. The things that He said in His Word that He made available to me and you really are made available for me and you. That's important because it's our proper response to God's Word That allows us to receive what we heard. It makes what God promises can happen in our lives actually happen in our lives. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's word is true. God made those promises to me and you. Promises that are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if you've decided that this year, drawing closer to God is what you want to do, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith, prepared for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. 
As one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down, then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Ladies, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the role to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist had to say when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. To all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mine. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God will not be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to us every day. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.